0: Can you spare 10 minutes? How would you use 10 minutes if they became available? I invite you to set aside your daily distractions for 10 minutes. Your email, your phone apps, your messages, and even multitasking. Invest in your spiritual life by listening to 10 minutes with the Gospel of John. Welcome to episode 5, John the Baptist. Other Gospels distinguish the first John encountered in the Gospel narrative from the son of Zebedee by calling him the one baptizing. Yet in the Gospel of John only this first John is ever named. The significance of this absence of a qualifying description points to the more crucial role that John, the Baptist, plays in the activity of God. What might that role be? a single man named john appeared having been sent by god john 1 6. jesus is not the only person in the gospel of john to have been sent by god his cousin as identified in the gospel of luke is also identified with this significant role but why was john sent john came as a witness whose testimony concerned the light so that everyone would believe through John verse 7 John serves as a witness indeed the first witness that this light described in the first five verses is for humanity thus one crucial element in John's identity is found in the testimony he provides regarding God's powerful word but he remains only a witness John was not the light Rather his testimony concerned the light verse 8 John was not sent representing the end of God's activity but was sent as a reminder of God's activity as the gospel narrative opens following the prologue we learn more about the testimony of this individual we have no descriptions of John such as are found in other Gospels there is no eating of wild honey or wearing scratchy leather garments instead the crucial role in this account centers on his testimony i am not the messiah i am not elijah i am not the prophet expected verses 20 through 21 i am a voice crying out in the wilderness verse 23 john's testimony begins with denials of an identity others might wish to give him instead He claims only to be a voice in the wilderness, as the prophet Isaiah indicated in the Old Testament. As is so often the case, we rarely understand the complete meaning for a word or series of words. Since they are used in a context, they are only understood by those who know the context. Such is the case here. Isaiah 40 begins with God's message. God says bring comfort to my people priests speak to jerusalem's heart and comfort her her humiliation is completed her sins are forgiven she has received at the hand of the lord double for her sins verses one and two then comes the words echoed by john with a call for activities by the mountains and the hills and the valleys and the ground both even and uneven because The glory of the Lord will be seen, and everyone will see the salvation of God. The Lord has spoken. Isaiah 40, verse 5. It comes as no wonder that those in proximity to John's voice were responding to his words. Something good is about to happen. Something good is on its way. Something that hasn't been seen for a long time but these who heard john's response to their interrogation were not satisfied their continued inquiry lets us know that john did more than speak he also baptized the common folk seemed to understand the spiritual significance of john's testimony and they responded appropriately yet the teachers who were sent from jerusalem and not from god did not understand back to the Gospel of John there is more to John's testimony than mere repetition of a dead prophets message John came to testify concerning the light and he does so John testified concerning this one as he heralded this one is the one of whom I spoke one will appear after me who has always been before me because he is of greater importance than I am verse 15. john's first testimony in this gospel was that one is coming an idea he repeats to those making inquiry while expanding on the tremendous significance of this coming person i baptize with water someone is standing in your midst whom you do not know the one who comes after me I am not worthy to even remove the sandals from his feet. Chapter one, verse 26 and 27. This man who was forcing the urban leaders in the important city of Jerusalem to send messengers out into the rural wilderness area to find answers to their questions, received the message that one was yet to come who was of incomparably more significance how would these urban leaders respond to the light john identifies jesus john's opportunity to give further testimony about this coming one arrived quickly he saw jesus coming toward him and provided more information behold god's lamb who will take away the world's sins chapter 1 verse 29 heard within the context of isaiah 40 as seen above the words of this voice crying out in the wilderness regions can be more fully comprehended john follows this declaration by repeating his testimony from the prologue a man is coming after me who has been before me because he was greater than i john now provides a direct answer to a question from the previous episode he is baptizing so that this coming one might be revealed to israel for the one who reads further in isaiah 40 the words of john find a fuller context and are somehow less mysterious climb a high mountain zion who proclaims the gospel lift your voice loudly jerusalem who proclaims the gospel lift your voice without concern and say to the cities of judea behold your God Isaiah 40 verse 9 the testimony of John is no longer spoken in riddles I have seen and have given witness that this one is the Son of God John 1 verse 34 elsewhere in John John does not silence his voice in the wilderness after two of his followers leave to go after Jesus the Lamb of God instead he continues to proclaim the cry to prepare the way for god's coming at some point later in time the paths of jesus and john cross once more john is still baptizing and there is a point of concern between those still following john and some others about this purification that john pronounces the disputers come to john with a question about jesus activities rather than directly about purification john reminds them of what he said previously in john's first chapter i am not the messiah i am not elijah i am not the prophet expected i am a voice crying out in the wilderness john uses additional language to describe his position the language of marriage betrothal he claims now I am not the bridegroom, before closing his testimony with a validation of their claim that more people are going to Jesus for baptism. The Messiah must gain more attention, and I must receive less attention. Concluding Thoughts The testimony John, the baptizer, provides in the first part of the gospel sets the stage for the conflict in Jesus' life. John and Jesus are sent from God. Those questioning John are merely sent from those in Jerusalem. John recognizes Jesus because he expected him and understood Isaiah 40. Those questioning John do not recognize the one standing in their midst. John identifies Jesus as indescribably greater than himself. Yet those questioning John will later question jesus authority for his actions john identifies jesus as messiah and bridegroom yet even some of those hearing his words do not respond well to the increasing popularity of jesus activities yet through all of this john consistently testifies to that which he was told and that which he observed concerning god's son what more can a faithful witness do thank you for investing these undistracted moments in your spiritual life I invite you to return later for another episode of 10 minutes with the gospel of John composed and narrated by Stan Harstein all rights reserved